to Single Soulmate Podcast, where we help you, the love warrior or love warrior to be, to go from single to with your soulmate, living the life of your dreams. Thank you. I'm just super excited to just ask you questions and like just hear your journey and hear more of your journey. I know it's been a while since you and I had a chance to connect. So I'm, I'm excited to do this and just inspired to ask you and learn about your journey and what your struggles were. More particularly is like what your challenges were, your internal demons, for lack of a better word, that kind of, because where the women who are going to be listening to this in their own struggle, their own sure. doubts, fears, and worries, wondering if it's ever going to happen for them, can love happen, and is it even possible for them? That's actually right. really like, oh, am I too damaged or too broken or too set in my ways or... <laughs> You know what I mean? Or is it just not meant for me and all that kind of stuff? So, but whatever your story is about around those challenges, definitely, you know, share that. What they need to hear is your truth. It's not about you giving them advice or you giving them coaching here. This is not really even that because this is just really for them to see themselves in you, however that connects, you know, to be connected to you. I'm going to tell you, you're going to be just such an inspiration. Well, thank you. Seriously. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's true. This is a great opportunity. You can just be vulnerable and real. You know, Johnny and me, we are not into pretending it's all like a tiptoe through the tulips and you know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah, because the tears are already beginning to well up. So <laughs> that's all right. That's okay. I, I know. I get to be myself and that's, yeah. I'm perfectly fine with that. Awesome. Gosh. So I was married for almost 20 years to a real abusive man, and it took a lot of courage. I was very afraid to leave him. And I left in 2008, I think. And I started almost right away going to courses. I went to Understanding Men, Celebrating Women workshops by Alison Armstrong. And that was my starting point because I was super afraid of men. I only grew up with three sisters, and my parents divorced when I was 13. So I learned a lot about how men think differently and talk differently and what they need as opposed to what we need and how we process and how we think of things. And from there, I started listening to all kinds of dating coaches because I was in the dating mindset to begin with. So both men and women, but interestingly enough, none of them were married or in a relationship. Yeah, it went on. I call myself a, like an eternal learner. So I'm always signing mm -hmm. up for free webinars, workshops, signing up for workshops. And somehow in 2013, I got connected to you two. I did work with another married couple in a type of program that was kind of like preparing for your soulmate, but it was all in the head. No heart. It was all heavily based in um, Jungian psychology, which I kind of interested in, but not to the point of who's my inner Adam and all that stuff. <laughs> I don't know how I found you guys, but I sure thank God I did. Because right away, I felt a real connection to you two. I felt so inspired by the way you two look at each other, by the way you talk to and about one another. 
here's this very happily married couple who's real upfront about the struggles and the good times. So it was just your raw honesty and how much you were in love that pulled me in. And I did the online program first, which I think was back then. Was that the Love Breakthrough? I'm pretty sure it was Love Breakthrough in 2013. I mean, mm-hmm. good gravy, that's six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> and gosh, from there, I did sign up. Well, for each progression, as you know, I went because I knew I needed to do something different. I was the person who never thought I was good enough. I thought my picker was wrong. You know, I had a wrong picker. I was always going for the bad boys. Yeah, dating was very frustrating. I'm over 50 and so on Match.com. You get a lot of misrepresentation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, A whole lot of misrepresentation. Yeah, I just knew that I needed something different. And I did recognize that I was the common denominator in all of my failed relationships prior to being married and the many ones after marriage, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. after my marriage ended. Let me ask you, what do you think was your biggest obstacle or concern that almost prevented you from stepping up, take our courses and programs? Like, what was that? Was it money? Money? (laughs) Uh, Well, I was learning how to live as on one income and was racking up credit card debt. But I also knew I had to invest in myself and it wasn't just time doing, you know, free webinars over and over again. No, that wasn't changing me. I needed to invest in myself and to put myself out there Mm -hmm. to get to a workshop, be with other women who Mm -hmm. all have the same goal to get, feel all that support and all that love from you, the volunteers, and all us ladies in there. That was very powerful for me. Yes, tell me a little bit more about that. Like, so when you're in the room, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking like, let's kind of go back. Let's go way back, six years ago, more or less, back in time. I'm in San Jose. (laughs) (laughs) At the Love Breakthrough Weekend. So... I would love to know, how did you feel like you were out of state? You live in a completely different state than where the Love Breakthrough Weekend is where we hold. And so you had to invest time, energy, and money Mm -hmm. in getting yourself, booking a plane ticket, booking the hotel room, and then not knowing what you're getting into, (laughs) right? I mean, yes, you had taken courses from us, but you had never met us in person, and How did it feel before you stepped into Love Breakthrough Weekend, like getting on the plane, getting there, getting to the hotel? How did that feel? And then talk about the after. So the before and the after, let's just say the Love Breakthrough Weekend. Right. It was, you know, some nerves, anticipation, not knowing what I'm getting into. Who else is going to be there? Will I connect with anyone? And excited about what I'm going to learn about myself and my blocks with the hope of coming out somehow different. Right. And yeah, I'm always nervous before I do anything new. Today I went to an exercise class for the first time and was nervous driving over there and nervous walking in. But I just reminded myself, my life is outside of my comfort zone. Hello. Right, right. (laughs) 
Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so you're nervous about going into this, you know, you don't know who's going to be there and, you know, how that's going to unfold and all of that, but willing to step outside of your comfort zone. And so when you think about how it felt being in the room with all these other women, with me and Johnny, how did that feel while you were in the room? It felt very accepting. I felt very accepted and just who I was and where I was at the time. I just felt love in the room. Just love and that it was okay to be who I was at that time and that I needed to be willing to make a commitment to myself, Mm -hmm. to make a commitment to change. I can change about me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I felt a relief Mm. that the momentary discomfort of walking in to a room of unknowns dissipated very quickly for me. I think it's probably because we're all there for the same purpose and we're not judging each other. Right. (laughs) You know? Right. Yeah. When you get around women, sometimes we get, you know, judgy with each other and kick. We can. We can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I didn't feel any of that at all in the workshop. As we always say in Love Breakthrough Weekend, it's a no judgment zone. You don't get to be wrong. Right. You don't get to wag the finger at yourself or anybody else. Right. right. You get to be kind and forgiving of yourself. And that's just how we were coming from. No shame, no single shaming in our rooms. None right. of that. Right. And I really appreciated you giving us permission to forgive ourselves and to not judge ourselves. Because up until then, I was pretty judgmental about myself mistakes I'd made and you know yeah and that's real you know I think that any of the women who are watching or listening to this can say that they feel the same way on some level some self-judgment maybe some shame maybe some blame maybe some regret or some combination of their their, (laughs) so how did you feel after like you After the Love Breakthrough Weekend was done, you were there Saturday and Sunday. It's like this full weekend workshop where you did a lot of inner work, working on getting to know what your blocks are, working on releasing them. How did you feel after the Love Breakthrough Weekend? Exhilarated. (laughs) I was so excited for what was coming, for the revelations that I got in the workshop about me about my limiting beliefs, how I was holding myself back. And I was really looking forward to progressing yeah. with you guys. Yeah, because it was that, that weekend that you decided to join us in the Love Launch program. For those of you who are listening, that's our year-long advanced program. We call it the Love Launch program. And it's a full wraparound program that we only offer at Love Breakthrough Weekend. So tell me now, that was your experience of the Love Breakthrough Weekend, the very first time you're meeting us in person. So here we are, relatively speaking, in the whole scheme of things, just a few short years later. You've been mm-hmm. with your soulmate now. You're now married. So tell me about that, that journey. Mm. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> 
What an amazing journey. We're in our fourth year of marriage already, which just blows my mind. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I was sharing with him. You know, they say that the honeymoon period ends after three years, and he said, no, it isn't. (laughs) I said, no, we're still in the honeymoon period, but general, I study this. (laughs) Well, I met him on uh, Match.com, and he was really not somebody I would have looked at before. Yeah, it was completely different for me. But I paid attention to what he said, yeah, and how he presented himself. We had, we exchanged several emails, kind of jokey on match for Mm -hmm. like, he was going to Hawaii at the beginning of November or maybe the end of October. Anyway, I started making jokes about, I'm going to work on my shrinking formula so I can slip into your suitcase because I would love to go to Maui. (laughs) And I actually did go on that trip with him. We met and had a wonderful lunch. It was the longest meet and greet that I had in the year that I've been dating. And Wait a he was second. Just, Wait a second. I want to make sure I'm clear. Your first date? No, no, no. no okay, I, no, no, no. I misunderstood. Uh, yeah, we met at the end of October mm-hmm. and had lunch. And then the first weekend of November, we went hiking at Multnomah Falls. And I, you know, kind of went outside my comfort zone a little bit and goofed off a bit when he was taking pictures of me and I get real self-conscious in front of a camera. So I goofed off to try to relieve that discomfort I was feeling. And he loved that. We had dinner in the restaurant at Multnomah Falls and I didn't know it, but my mascara was smeared under my eyes. My feet are muddy because it rained all day. My water-resistant jacket, I learned the difference between water-resistant and waterproof that day. (laughs) I was drenched. And we started having a very open conversation about what we wanted, what our limits were, our boundaries. Mm -hmm. And at the end of that, I slammed my hand on the table and said, I am very interested in getting to know you better. I love it. Bold and beautiful. Oh my goodness. And he was, had been looking down at his plate and he looks up and he goes, really? (laughs) I said, yes, really. So we started driving home and on that date, that's our second date. He invites me to go on the Maui trip. He's going to buy my ticket. He's going to give me the bedroom in the condo he's rented. His best friends are going, and they're also Christian, and they'll be our chaperones, and he'll sleep on the hide-a-bed, and he won't be running around in these skivvies. He'll wear swim trunks. And <laughs> He said, this way, it'll help you decide if you want to keep seeing me. Go on a vacation. A vacation with him. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a great way. <laughs> it was. We went on, we made sure to see each other every weekend in between then and the trip mm-hmm. and did fun stuff, you know, mm-hmm. go-kart racing and what else? Oh, bowling. But, you know, just fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And the trip was fantastic. 
It was honestly the best vacation I'd ever been on. He's a perfect gentleman. He treats me like a queen. He never says no to me, <laughs> which I have to stop myself from asking for stuff once I realized he never, <laughs> never says no. <laughs> wow. It was a wonderful trip. And day before I was to fly back, he was there for two weeks and I went for three nights. And the day before he asked me to stay longer, he was going to change my ticket, but I had to get back to work. Right, right, right. <laughs> I was supporting myself, so yeah, thanks, yeah. but no thanks. <laughs> right, exactly. And his friends told me later that after I left, he moped around for the rest of the vacation and didn't know what to do with himself. <laughs> Let me get this straight. So what age were you at this point? Where were you at in your, in your, uh, at your age that you met uh, him? What's happening? 51. 51. Well, I'm 57. Yeah, 51. Okay. So I just, just turned. I, I, just turn that. Okay. Yeah. So early 50s. So this is again. So for those of you who are saying I'm 35 and it's too late for me, uh, <laughs> or I'm 42 and it's too late for me, or I'm 50 and it's too late for me. No, it's not. It's never too late for love. Once you get to the place of loving and accepting who you are and being clear about how you want to feel when you're with your man it's an unstoppable combination yeah it yeah. really is i mean i couldn't have found a better partner for me in all of the world we complement one another you know weaknesses and strengths we have been working on this little cottage we moved into in october just 2 months ago and have never gotten in an argument over it. That's over incredible. <laughs> it is incredible. <laughs> I just want to, for everybody listening, most of us get into arguments. <laughs> yeah, there is frustration usually yeah. on my part. <laughs> but, so, but so no, awesome. you know, knock down, drag out. What a blessing. I remembered to just have grace for his process. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that, that that giving grace giving what I call the grace card, I think it starts with giving yourself grace. It like, does. And that's a lot of the work. You know how we were talking about the Love Breakthrough Weekend being a no-judgment zone, a no-shame zone? That's really about giving yourself grace for the yeah. past and how you're showing up at the weekend, whether you're feeling nervous, scared, resistant, whatever it is. Like, that's where it starts. Is, right. Right? Would right. Say, that's exactly where it starts. And you just have to make the decision to commit to yourself and keep going. Yeah. yeah. Because you and Johnny are incredible. Aw, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Well, that's another question I have for you. The women who are watching or listening in, however they're going to be hearing this, you know, there's a lot of love coaches out there. And yes. there's some of them are single. Some of them mm -hmm. are not haven't been married or just got married and yet they're saying they can coach you and that doesn't mean that they can't but my question to you is what made Johnny and me our coaching the love breakthrough weekend the love breakthrough course 
know, even the Love Lunch program, what do you think made working with us stand out or be different from working with other coaches? What do you think it was for you? For me, it was that you guys were very real and vulnerable. You shared some of the toughest times of your life. You shared some of the knockdown dragouts. <laughs> you know, it made it real that soulmate relationships are not all dark chocolate candy and flowers and puppies and bunny rabbits. There's going to be challenges that we work through. But when we're committed to one another, we get through it. Yeah. And that commitment to one another, like finding your Mr. Right, that commitment starts with your commitment to yourself. Yes. And, you know, that's the kind of work that we, I mean, that's why we do these courses and programs. It's really giving you an opportunity to commit to yourself and see where your stuff is. How can you bump up against that comfort zone and move beyond it? And, and to dream. Mm. You know, yeah. <laughs> to have permission to dream and imagine what's it going to feel like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everything I wrote down, I have now. Tell me about that. You did the Love Breakthrough course with us. Mm -hmm. That's the online but live course with me and Johnny where we're kind of, mm -hmm. you're listening to a class and then you have a Q&A class with us and the group of women in your cohort, right? Then you did the Love Breakthrough Weekend, the live in-person live event, and you joined the program. And so you said that you had gotten everything that you wanted. Yes. So where did that come from? How did you get to the point of knowing what you wanted or helping you get clear on what your guy was going to even look like and feel like? Well, it wasn't so much what he would look like because that was my old pattern. Mm -hmm. Six mm -hmm. foot three, dark hair, blue or green eyes, rides a motorcycle, maybe plays guitar. <laughs> so it never was about what he looked like. It was about how I felt with him and what qualities he has, which I learned also, I had to develop those within myself. But everything I wrote down, that's what he is. Kind, gentle, thoughtful, generous, to a fault. Mm -hmm. I'm so forgiving, so much grace, playful, and what a planner he is, <laughs> oh my goodness. And adventurous, all the trips we've been on in the last three years. Like this year, we're finally taking a break because we have to work on this little place here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can attest to that. I love seeing Marlene and I are friends on Facebook. So we get yeah. to see each other's lives, which is such a blessing. And I get to see all the amazing trips that you two go on and the life that you're leading, which is. Yeah, I mean, talk about living the life of your dreams. Yeah. It, you know, oh, it, right? yeah. Can I say one more thing? That Please. I, yeah. I had been working as a mortgage underwriter for the previous 18 years, and I was so tired of working. I wanted to be a kept woman, basically, a housewife. That's yeah. what I got. What a blessing. That is what I got. He told me he was tired of seeing me so stressed out and that he would take care of me and pay my bills. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I know. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> yeah. wow. Here's what I want all of you who are listening. Now, some of you may be kind of bristling up against that, and that's okay. That doesn't have to be you, but there are no. some of you who can feel that sense of like, 
Yes. I'm so sick of hitting the pavement hard myself. I'm so sick of taking out my own garbage. I'm so sick of like having to work so much. And I'd like a partner in life to support me and I'll support him in my own unique way. Like for some of you, you may have heard what Marlene was saying and going, yeah, that's that. That's for me. There's nothing wrong with that. What we're really wanting to help you do is honor whatever you want. Right. It's what's in your heart. Mm -hmm. It's what's in your heart, what your dreams are. I'm yes. just sharing my experience. Yes. What a blessing. And what, what a blessing. My heart sing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. To take the stress off of you. So actually, I would imagine that helps your relationship with him in some ways, right? Oh, you're yeah. not wanting to do that anymore. You were stressed out. And by him taking over that part of life, you're able to support him in your marriage in a different way. Yeah. And I imagine. And I don't want to put words in your mouth. But oh, no. I cook all the meals. And he's a shift worker. So sometimes he's working nights and sometimes days. So mm -hmm. it requires planning on my part to make mm -hmm. sure I have food to go with him at night or, you know, cook it the night before for when he leaves at 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'll do most of the shopping and I take care of all the appointments and finding, getting warranty work done or whatever. Right. And he's been really great lately at sending me texts thanking me for the contribution I'm making after I shared with him that I'd be, feel some guilt about not bringing money into the house. Yeah, you're a professional woman. You're used to bringing home the bacon, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Imagine there would be a transition of letting go of that and being, you know, I imagine there'd be a transition. Of being it is a transition and wondering what kind of contribution am I making then? Mm -hmm. And so he's been very good about speaking it to me and my love language is words of affirmation. So it really floats my boat when he sends me a nice long text about... Thank you for doing this and that and this and that. <laughs> All right, I love that. You know, I remember a long time ago, years ago, we had, uh, you know, John Gray of Men Are From Mars? Yes. We had him as a guest at one of our events, uh, live events. And he said something, and I'm going to probably terribly misquote him, but he said something about how women bring beauty to our lives, to men's lives. Mm-hmm. And he said that you could have heard a pin drop in the room. Yeah, I bet. You know, just all the women were like, yes, that's what I want to do. <laughs> yes. Right? That's so beautiful. I'm just so happy for you, Marlene. Thank you, know, you, you Laura. You, yeah, I just, you know, you did the work. You did the investment, the time investment, the money investment, the energy mm -hmm. investment of becoming your own soulmate first. And that's what we really... We try to support our clients in doing is becoming your own soulmate first. And because from that place and utilizing that part of, or that kind of path, become your own soulmate path, everything gets better in life. Everything. For right. sure. Right? For sure. So let me ask you, like, we should be ending off. I could keep going for like five I know, hours. I think I, I could so too. Much. There's so much good stuff here. But I promised you a certain level, a certain amount of time, and I want to honor your time. So the final question would be like, if you had a dear friend or family member, a single woman who was considering doing a course or like doing the Love Breakthrough 
online master course or doing the Love Breakthrough Weekend with us right now, and she asked you what you recommend, what would you say to her? I would say dive in. Go for it. Invest in yourself. If you go with an open mind and an open heart, your life is going to change for the better. There's so much available in it. Not only what we're learning, but the connections you make, the friendships you make in the workshop. It is very nourishing. Very, very nourishing. So sign up. (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you so much for your time for spending a little more time than i told you we're gonna spend i appreciate that so much and for sharing your heart with these ladies i just want you to know you're going to be inspiring women from here on out with your story and giving them hope and inspiration for what's next for them Well, thank you. It's been a real honor to share my story with you and all the women who are considering uh, joining you. Yes, wonderful. Thank you. And you know, again, the ladies who are watching and listening, I want you to know if Marlene can do it, if I can do it, if all of our clients can do it, so can you. So stay hopeful. Yes. All right. If you're enjoying this podcast, I have something very special for you. Stop what you're doing and pay attention to this. This is an exciting opportunity that you really cannot afford to miss. Laura and I hold an incredibly life-changing live event once a year, and we'd like to invite you to have a conversation with one of our previous attendees to see if it's right for you. This is called the Love Breaking Weekend. It's designed to guide you through your fears and blocks to soulmate love. It is a truly safe, supportive, uplifting, and accepting community, and you can have a lot of fun and go very deep and move forward in just two days. I want to invite you to a very special opportunity that's to get on a call with one of our previous attendees. If you feel like and she feels like it's a fit for you, she's going to give you an incredible deal on a Love Breakthrough Weekend. You can find that special place to get this call by going to singletosoulmate.com forward slash call. That's singletosoulmate.com forward slash call. Don't wait. Go to that special page. You'll see a video about what you can expect at the Love Break the Weekend, and you'll see a description of this opportunity to get on the call with a previous attendee. It's a totally free call. All you have to do is be ready to join us in a life-changing two days in California. Women will be traveling there from all over the world. And if you're loving this podcast, we'd love to meet you single to soulmate.com forward slash call.